Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Guys, so excited today to welcome you to a mini episode with my girl, Lindsay. So she was on here already before. You loved her episode so much that we are bringing her back and we're going to discuss all things social media, specifically LinkedIn and Clubhouse, because why not, right? So Lindsay, welcome on, girl. Thank you. It is so good to be back. Oh my gosh. So good to be back. We missed you. So we just, we needed more of you and here we are. And guys, Lindsay, as you heard in the intro is a LinkedIn expert. She is also a connection expert. Let me tell you, she is so great at building rapport with people in a genuine way and allowing that to actually create a foundation for friendship and partnership. So you are learning from a master here and we're going to rapid fire this. We're going to give you three tips on each platform, and then your next step on how to dive into it. I think there's so much hype around every platform, which creates stress. So all of a sudden, we're shutting down instead of showing up in the places that we might be able to encounter our ideal clients or the people that need us to change their lives. So with that, we're going to take the shame, the scarcity, the stress out And we're going to give you these really simple tips so that you're excited to show up in these two underrated platforms, in my opinion. So do you want to take Mm -hmm. it away and start with LinkedIn, Lindsay? Sure. So I kind of, I just have to say, I love what you said about shutting down versus showing up because it's so true. Social media tends to overwhelm a lot of us. And I always say, how many of you feel like 75% of our job as a business owner is just being on social media or creating content for social media? Like, I get it. We hear you. And there are certainly ways to repurpose content, which is like kind of my jam. Love, love, love repurposing content for all the platforms. And to your point, like what we were talking about earlier, like you kind of have to be everywhere now. You really do. Like you can't just stick to one platform. If if we saw anything last year in 2020 with all that was going on on Instagram and people's accounts, whether they get shut down or whatever, Like we cannot rely on one single platform in order to reach our ideal client, serve our people and do business. We've got to expand our reach and our growth. And it's through again, top of funnel. These are, these social media tools are just top of your funnel to reach your ideal people. So 
how you want to get started on LinkedIn in three easy steps. One, you want to have an optimized profile. And there's five things I recommend getting started on your LinkedIn profile that will optimize that profile. One, make sure you've got a awesome, awesome, beautiful looking profile photo. And what I mean by that is it's updated. It's within the la- taken within the last 12 months or less. We don't want to catfish people on LinkedIn, okay? So make sure you're updating your profile photo. You fill the circle. It's bright. It's clear. You know, it's mostly of your face. The second thing is we want to have a really strong headline. Your headline is search engine optimized. So what we want to put there is, you know, what can people, what would people search for you in a Google search? What are the keywords? Now, we want to certainly add some spice and creativity throughout our LinkedIn profile, but here is the place we want to keep it pretty generic. I see people saying like, I'm a copywriting ninja. I'm a, you know, I'm a LinkedIn guru. We want to avoid those terms because it's not a commonly search term. So expert, specialist, those are typically great keywords to also add in your headline. The third thing, we want to have a strong background banner photo. And I always say, use this as a billboard for your business. Either call out a map, like a call to action. Where do you want people to go next? If you have a podcast, advertise that you have a podcast, create your own background banner in Canva. The fourth thing is to have an amazing about section. And how you have an amazing about section is think about that area of your LinkedIn profile as a mini sales page. We want to make sure that we're calling out our ideal clients' challenges, their greatest desires, how you serve them. What are the benefits and the features of working with you? What are they going to get when it comes to working with you? And then maybe a a quick little testimonial from a client that you can put uh, at the bottom. And then again, a call to action. Where do you want people to go next? Is it to, you know, book a discovery session with you? Is it to download your free guide? Put the link there so they can copy and paste it and throw it up in the URL right then and there. Those are the five things I'd recommend on getting your profile dialed in. That was so easy. So succinct. Okay. What, what's next? Tell me what's next. Yes. I know we're, we're trying to make this like a little mini, mini episode, but one thing I would just, I want to reiterate to everyone is, you know, most people think like LinkedIn is this online resume. Think about it now. If you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a leader, an influencer, think of it now as a sales page for you, your business and your brand. Well, you know, I've talked to my bootcamp students about writing your experience section, write your experience section to give your ideal clients some insight onto how you serve them. Not, oh, I, I do 35 cold calls a day and I reach out to these people and I've booked 50 X of my quota. Like that's not interesting to me as someone who might be hiring you or looking to, you know, utilize your products and services. I want to know how you serve your clients. I love that. Cool. All right. Second topic is content. And this is where actually I found a lot of people get stuck. Like, sure, they can try to doctor up their profile, but really where they feel where they can't be their genuine selves is in posting content. Here's what I would tell you. We want you to be your authentic self on LinkedIn. We need that creativity. It doesn't have to be this stuffy platform where you have to be, you know, totally buttoned up. You know, a great example I always use is Gary Vee. It's not like Gary Vaynerchuk stops cussing because he's on LinkedIn. All of his content is repurposed across all of the platforms and he's still swearing and it's fine. You know, so same for you. If like, if you swear, not that, not that you do, but, or if you do, it's fine, you know, or the things you want to talk about, it's fine. Like, but where we want to adjust our mentality on the content on LinkedIn is that it's educational. It's valuable. Six out of 10 users are coming to LinkedIn for insights. So what can you do? Um, what can you talk about on LinkedIn that provides education? And the, the easiest way to do that, 
go over to the last 10 Instagram posts that you have and pick out the ones that are educational or valuable. Repurpose those posts for LinkedIn. We don't want the inspirational quote. It's not necessary. We don't need any like, you know, listen, I get it on Instagram. You can like cry. You can be very vulnerable. And that does very well on that platform. It's a little uncomfortable on LinkedIn, you know, unless you're giving us some learnings from that vulnerable place you were in that could work, but like in your vulnerable moment, not so much on LinkedIn. All right. Yeah. That's good. There are tons of different types of posts on LinkedIn. The top three I'd recommend are text posts, videos, and articles. LinkedIn loves articles. We'll start there. LinkedIn loves articles. Listen, ladies, if you have a blog, all I want you to do is copy and paste your blog and post it as an article that's native on the platform on LinkedIn. There's an article right there. You probably have so many articles, you didn't even realize it. So copy and paste your blog posts, post them as articles on LinkedIn. Video you know, we have to be doing video. It's just the way content is moving. 66% of marketers in 2021 alone are going all in on video on LinkedIn. So I highly recommend LinkedIn videos. Now that could be taken from your phone, just like you would, you know, make a video for Instagram stories or something like that. Tilt it sideways. We want it landscape, but videos really only need to be about 30 seconds to two minutes long. Anything longer, you start to lose your audience. Again, videos should be educational and valuable content. The last one is text posts. That is a long form Instagram caption. You just cut down a little bit to make sure you fit the character count. And that's it, as long as it's educational and valuable. So there's content. That's amazing. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And last, the third thing is connections. We want to make sure we are connecting with your ideal client. We are connecting with your ideal audience. And that also could mean connecting with people who can get you in front of your ideal client and your audience. Podcasters are great to connect with if you know their ideal audience is also your ideal client. So we want to just think through like who would be the right people we need to connect with. And that's the thing I love the most about LinkedIn versus Instagram. I can search for people's job titles knowing like these are the type of people that do well with my type of content, my products or my services. So yeah, search in the search bar and then just go connect with people. And here's the difference with LinkedIn and Instagram and any other social media platform, people are down to do business. They're down to collaborate and they don't want the fluff. They don't need any fake salesy message. Literally, you just need to say, hey, Jill, saw that you're the director of communications at Microsoft. And I actually coach high-level, high-achieving women such as yourself, I'd love to connect with you. You only have 300 characters in a connection message. So short, sweet, simple, and to the point. What is your intention behind your connection? What is your intention behind your connection? You can tell them, I work with women just like you. I'd love to connect. I just wrote an article you might find valuable. I'd love to connect. Simple. There aren't as many games on LinkedIn, which is so cool. Yeah, exactly. It's like dating when, when you both know you bo- want a relationship. So think mm-hmm. of it that way too. Like you're free to be your businesswoman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And listen, again, and I, I'm one of many that teaches LinkedIn. Okay. I'm one of many. I'm always going to talk to you about how to get leads and sales, how to win business, how to serve others with LinkedIn. That said, it's a numbers game. Not everyone's going to connect back with you. Not everyone's going to respond to your connection message. Some people might not be so nice when they respond back. And listen, that is okay because this is sales. It's a numbers game. But if you do enough, you're going to run into people that connect back, 
people that respond back, people that want to build a relationship or collaborate with you. Like it's just a sales game. Emotionally detach from the outcome, just take the action. I love that. Amen. Absolutely. You got to act like it too. You want them to believe in you, right? Like you got to believe in yourself first and foremost. And I, what you just said, say it again. I want to hear it again. What did I say? It was like, (laughs) just take action. What was it? Just take action and detach from the. (laughs) I'm like intention with your connection. Uh, It's sales. Um, No, it's emotionally detached from the outcome. Take action. Just take action. Amen. Absolutely. And that's where it all changes. You see these inspirational quotes all the time. Like how many times are you scrolling through your Instagram feed and you're like, oh yeah, amen. Save that for later. Amen. Yeah. Heck yeah. Like that, like that, like that repost, reshare. Okay. It's all that. It's all that. But now, now go do it. Go do it. Actually go take the action and emotionally detach from the outcome. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. It's so true. Your worth is innate. The value you bring is, is real. It doesn't have how someone reacts to it has nothing to do with you. Right. So anyway, I love that. That was such a succinct way to understand. I hope you guys like had your notes out and now I'm going to kind of go through clubhouse. So there are two parts to clubhouse that I'm just going to send you off with. And then Lindsay and I will hit you with an action item on how to step one, dive into the platform that we're talking about. So one you need to understand how Clubhouse works. I work with some really incredible people. I coach them and I am able to moderate them. And what it comes down to is like understanding what the heck you're doing. This is a new type of platform. Audio is absolutely the future. Clubhouse is to like Periscope. If you remember Periscope, it was something that was... um it was video and it was bought by Twitter. Clubhouse is to Periscope as audio is to video, if that makes sense. So like Periscope, it was acquired as a big deal. It went away. You don't need to be emotionally attached to Clubhouse. You need to be emotionally attached to the fact that your voice matters and that it will echo over time. So start to use it. Just like you show up in video, you need to start practicing showing up in audio. That is just the truth. So in that I want you to have three steps to explore this platform and not get judgmental with yourself. You don't have to speak like Tony Robbins or Jenna Kutcher or Jordan Dooley right now, right? Like just speak like yourself when you get on there, but just listen, pop in, understand, master it. It helps you find your voice. So step one, I want you to decide what you use Clubhouse for. What will you be learning about and what will you be teaching about if you are to use your voice? Cool. Sounds easy. Takes time. Allow yourself space and curiosity to explore because what you are often drawn to or what triggers you may be something that is it's telling you something, right? So as you consume content from others, start to see what am I drawn to? What am I not drawn to? And really draw conclusions from there. Put yourself out there from there. Step two, fill in your profile to share to share who you are and what you want to teach or do or reach people to do. That needs to be so clear. Who the heck are you? If they get into your room, what are you going to talk about? Why should they trust you in listening about those things? And where else can they find you? The more of an actual human you are by connecting your Instagram and other things, the more viable you are. There are people with 100,000 followers. There are people with 
2 million followers on Clubhouse who have 12,000 followers mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's the truth. Connect it. People don't care. They care what you have to say. So fill out that profile and understand that the more you decide what you're going to say, the more they're going to trust following you. And then three, follow people you know, look up to, and others interested in what you're interested in. Right now, follower count doesn't really matter. It doesn't just, you know, in any platform, in my opinion, but on Clubhouse, just go out there. Just go start to consume from people that you're interested in who are speaking to your ideal audience need to figure out how they're playing their game, right? doesn't mean you need to copy their game. It just means that you can play their game and understand what your game is, right? Um, get in there, follow along. You will be interested to see other people find you from that as well because you can peruse who people follow and who follows other people. Now, how do you grow your clubhouse? This is the next part. Once you've do- you know, dived in, once you feel... Like, oh, I kind of understand what's going on here because no one fully understands what's going on. People with a million followers right now on Clubhouse still aren't exactly sure what they're doing. So just here to level that playing field. And I want you to understand too, yes, naturally, once you have understood this, you're going to want to grow. And that is a great feeling. We like that feeling. You're allowed to feel that feeling. You're worthy of growing a following and using your voice. So here are three ways that you can start doing it. One, schedule rooms with peers who have similar audiences to you, at least three a week if you want to grow. Find them. It doesn't mean you have to have a zillion people in a room. You're going to learn the mechanics of rooms, and I can go into how to grow one and build one over time later. Right now, just put on the room. Just have the dress rehearsal. If one person comes in, you had one audience member. Congratulations. The more people you invite into that room who are experts with different audiences who may want to hear the same thing or something you have to offer, the better. So when you're putting and organizing those rooms together, make sure that you are bringing in as many people as you can and having a plan. The more you make a plan and actually communicate it to people, the more of a leader you are. The more of a leader you are and knowledgeable you are, the more those people will follow you. So you want to show up in confidence, show up and preach to the others. In addition to that, I want you to pop into rooms that have the same interests as you. Pop in, listen, raise your hand, see what happens. It's worth trying always. And if someone, if you raise your hand on that icon that has a hand, And they do bring you up to the stage and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I say? Then chill out. You can just naturally listen. Just it's like having a conversation. I think a lot of the times we almost like give these platforms way too much power. Whereas guess what? In the Walmart parking lot or the line at checkout, if someone says hi to you, you have value you can share with them. Think of this in the same way. Okay. I have had friends who have been in rooms that I'm moderating who there are like thousands of people in it talking to some really influential people. And it is so crazy. I'm texting my friends like, hey, raise your hand and ask a question because I'm not seeing anyone do that yet. And they haven't done it. And at the end, I've called them. I'm like, why didn't you raise your hand and ask a question? They're like, I got scared. I didn't know what the right question was. I was like, who cares? (laughs) Just ask a question. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? So learn from their mistake ask a question, show up, ask for the opportunity. You would be very surprised in the fact that you're picked when you volunteer because everyone's still learning. And then the third one, uh, the third way to grow on Clubhouse is going to be moderate. Like figure out people that maybe don't know what they're doing and lead them. Say, hey, do this. Hey, I'll create space for you. Hey, this is the best way to do it. 
When you do that, you are putting yourself in a place to not just facilitate and hold space for them, but facilitate and hold space for yourself, right? So that leadership and moderation and a moderator on Clubhouse is the person that is speaking and directing the room. So volunteering to moderate, um, again, getting a group of people together to talk about stuff. That's a great way to put yourself in front of people that you want to talk to that you can help. So with that, um, those are really the the six ways to dive in, um, but then also grow. And the last tip I have is right now, um, anyone can create a club, you can create two clubs, go on there and do it. That was something that it's called clubhouse. No one is doing this right now. Like, Go on there, create a club that is on a subject or theme that you are excited about and just start to direct people to it. That is a very wonderful way to grow and create space for other people to talk. Um, I'm going to have a course coming out on what to do with the club, but understand there's a reason they call it club house and you can create a club, create clubs. Don't do it in haste though. And then create two clubs you don't want to talk in because once you've done two, you are limited. So create intentionally, create a space that you think is niche enough yet broad enough for people to really come into and have fun on LinkedIn and on Clubhouse. Have freaking fun. If you're miserable and shaking in your boots, maybe sit it out for the day. This is your permission slip to not do it perfectly, but to do it. And when you are terrified, ask yourself why, work through that and come back because your worth is so much bigger than any social media status, follower, you know, platform, anything like that. So just remember that and go forth and use it just and have, again, that fun. This is so fun. What an incredible life and game we have that we get to be here in the beginning of the digital age. So Mm -hmm. do you have any thoughts or additions to that? Yes. Yes. Actually, I was like raising my hand, like, oh gosh, I want to. Oh my gosh. You were saying that. You were raising your hand and I was like, yay, I'm like getting like kudos right now. Anyway, so add whatever. Well, the only thing I would say is, you know, because I think this applies to LinkedIn too, but especially on Clubhouse, when you're talking about like, just start a room, just start having conversations. It reminds me, and I'm sure there's some women in your audience that are network marketers, okay, or have been a part of network marketing or, you know, we're talking about starting businesses, right? So it's about putting yourself out there. And I remember distinctly being a part of a network marketing business when I was younger and getting started. And I said, I don't care. I'm inviting 50 people to my little presentation. And if no one shows up, I'm going to speak to the chairs and the couches in this room. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, Because it's practice. And it's the same thing on Clubhouse. Like we need to be just, it's the, it's not necessarily, well, it is about what you say, but it's also just your comfortability level. Because if you're getting comfortable being in a room solo, one, two, three people, great. That's just building the momentum of you getting on stage and you asking great questions when you are in a room um, with, you know, a Tony Robbins or a Jordan Dooley or something like that, right? Like, but we want to get that experience. We want to get comfortable. And I would just say the same thing on LinkedIn. Like, just go for it. Just start testing content and putting it out there and see what sticks. Like, you know, the one thing if I've, you and I have probably learned this, being in the social media world. No one remembers your content yesterday. No, they don't. No one remembers your content, but what they do remember is your consistency Mm -hmm. and what you are known for. So who cares if you posted something yesterday that totally fell flat and no one liked, saw, commented, whatever. What matters is today that you showed up and that you're adding more value and you're just trying, you're going for it. 
Yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. And you know what? Some of the biggest creators are the ones who just leaned into that early on. So just no one cares. And I, do you remember what you wore yesterday? I don't, I don't even know what I wore. So don't, what'd you say? I wore this jacket. You know what? I don't like clothes. I want to wear the same thing because it just takes too much mental capacity. Yep. So I wore this sweatshirt yesterday in case anyone (laughs) too. Absolutely. But to your point, like no one cares. No one remembers content yesterday. What they remember is that you are consistently showing up. Amen. Okay. Lindsay, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the truth bombs. And do you have one tip for what someone could do? Like in two sentences, what do they need to do to start on LinkedIn? Go reset that password. I know, I know that a good portion of everyone here is like, oh man, I had a profile, but I don't even, just go set, go reset your password. That's the one easy step I ask for you to go reset that password, you know, go reset the password. Now, if you're looking for more steps, my guide is linked at the bottom of this episode, but go reset that password. It's the first little baby step you can do to get comfortable on LinkedIn. Okay. I, I am, I'm obsessed (laughs) with the fact you just said that because that is so true and I totally need to do it to that point. Let me say this too. One of the, you know, shining stars of what I can say about, um, you know, being a, a strategic digital marketer is that I worked at Facebook and do you want to know where the headhunter found me? LinkedIn. LinkedIn, just a LinkedIn DM, right? And I used to be way more on top of it. So just know, like I worked there on contract for six months. It wasn't even a big deal. Honest to God, it was not that big of a deal at all. And I turned it down the first time and she just came back in my LinkedIn DMs. So be ready and willing and interested and opportunity will come to you. And then a good action step for Clubhouse that I have is, just to listen, go on and listen and get engaged and raise your freaking hand. If you promise to raise your hand in 10 rooms, I guarantee you speak in one of them. I guarantee it. So go listen, raise your hand. Can I say one thing? Because I am your ideal person here when it comes to the clubhouse stuff. Like I'm on it sporadically, but one tool I think people need to take advantage of is the calendar that is in clubhouse because we all have done, like, we're like, Oh, we know we need, we need to be on clubhouse. And maybe you've, you've dabbled in a couple clubhouse rooms and you're like, this is literally going on for 15 hours. Like I don't have the time, but what you can do is proactively schedule time in your calendar and look at what conversations are coming up. They're all scheduled now and schedule that time in your calendar. Listen while you're getting ready in the morning, listen on your drive to somewhere. Yep. Schedule it in. Absolutely. And that's honest to God, I'm positioning myself as a clubhouse expert. And that's how I am getting in with some really incredible clients now. And the only thing that sets me apart from everyone else is that in any waking moment, I'm listening to clubhouse and testing things like that. Just note the experts are still learning. So yes, go on that calendar toggle and just hop in. So thank you guys for listening. Just go ahead and leave a five-star review at the bottom and then go and follow Lindsay 
download her guide if you are interested in diving into LinkedIn. If you made it this far, girl, you're interested. So you know you want to do it. And with that, just th- slide into our DMs if you need support. We both spend a lot of times there or a lot of time there making sure that you guys have what you need. So go ahead, do it. And this was a mini training. So you can always re-listen if you need to. With that being said, you guys, thank you for listening to this mini training. We hope you enjoyed. Lindsay, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me as always. It's a pleasure and love everyone. I love you guys. Absolutely. We love you. Have a great day. Go forth, conquer your social media platform of choice, and we will talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.